Hey guys, so today's topic is going to be very relatable to everyone who's listening. So, when I say respect, what comes to your head? What do you think the meaning of respect means to you? Okay, so let me go start first by saying that I just feel everyone deserves to be treated with respect. Every single person on this earth deserves love, respect, okay? When you don't get it, you are allowed to show less respect for that person. Similarly for me, I've been going through something and it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy because um, we're in a bloody lockdown again. I'm sorry, it's very hard to stay positive right now. Um, and speak about positive things so this is coming straight from the heart so when people talk about respect respect your elders you know we learn in Indian cultures where you have to respect your adults you know you have to respect every single person on this earth yeah you know Um, definitely people who are older than you but what they don't tell you is you also deserve respect You deserve to get respected by other people too. Whether you're younger, whether you're older, we all deserve respect. Without respect, you are ruining someone's self-esteem. The moment you feel like you're playing, you're belittling someone, you are um, hurting someone, intentionally, unintentionally, I don't know what you're doing, but it can affect someone's self-esteem. Speaking of a person, that's me. I have been people's number one target, you know. Like, I've been so nice to people. People always walk over me, you know. They don't like me. And don't bother me no more because I don't like them either. Like, I think I've become prone to never having um, many people in my life because the moment I feel one bit of disrespect, I walk away, you know. Like, even if your friends disrespect you or say something very petty or pathetic, you just are like... That was not needed. And if they know your nature, they know you. they shouldn't say these things even in a joke. So, I mean, maybe if you're someone who's, like, full of joy and banter, for you it's probably a different thing. You're like, oh, yeah, it's only a joke. It's okay. Just take it as a joke, you know? It's not a biggie. It is a biggie to me. I'm sorry. I don't feel jokes that are about me, humiliating me, insulting me, they're not jokes. They're just disrespect that's all so with friends you get an easy way you can just cut them off you know um but with family you can't do it so i have had a really hard time with gaining respect in my own family people in my family treat me like shit anyways it's like you know it's like she's a sensitive person you know, so we can just blame it on her, you know, sensitiveness that she's always crying or upset about silly things. And I'm I'm not lying here. I'm being very, very honest. OK, people actually say to me, like, don't be so sensitive. And at that time, I feel, why am I so sensitive? Why does it hurt me so much? But no, guys, I'm not sensitive. I should have turned around and said to them, it hurts my feelings. So shut the fuck up. But I didn't say that because I didn't have a voice. 
right? So when you lose all your self-esteem, you become so quiet that you let people say whatever the fuck they want to say, you know? It could be something very insulting and you'd just be like, yes, yes, you're right, you're right. I do need a nose job. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So what's happened recently is that, you know, there is one particular person in my family who I'm quite close to, but he never gives me any respect. You know, I'm always dying for that respect, but he doesn't give me respect. Yes, he loves me and everything, but there's no respect. Like, that boundary, that respect you need to grow. You know, there's like that certain line you draw with people when you want them to respect you, to see you as an adult, not a child. That is the part... I'm going to be talking about. So um so when I was young, it was all fun and games, right? Like make me cry, it's cool because it's like what can she do apart from crying? Right? When you're older, you feel like it hits you more. You know, when people call you sensitive, you just be like, "Well, I feel this way. Mind your own business." And if you have so much problem, leave me alone or just Go get the fuck out of my life and I don't want to know you. I don't want to speak to you. I don't want to hear about you. Just get out of my life. If you think I'm sensitive, you're going to keep saying to me I'm sensitive. I'm just going to say to you, the reason I am behaving like this is because I wouldn't treat you the way you treated me. If I treated you the same way, would you have behaved the same way? Would you have said, uh, would you have taken it as a light joke or would you have called yourself sensitive? Would you have liked it if I called you sensitive? No. So there's always a there's always a like um a a line there's a line you shouldn't cross with people and with me definitely I feel that I have become this person that I haven't been taught anything I had to learn everything myself so when I was in boarding school I thought you know I can learn all these things I can become prominent to all these things and you know I can overcome anything Anything I got, I just probably just wanted to kill myself. I just wanted to just find a hill and jump off it right now. That's what I wanted to do when I was a kid. I never felt like living. I just wanted to end my life there and then and just be like, you know what? I can't deal with this because there was no one there to teach me. No one there to teach me about emotions, you know, because everyone just kept saying you're a crybaby. You're just upset. So I felt if I'm such a crybaby, maybe I should just die because no one really cares what I'm crying, right? No one gives a shit about me. So I came to the terms that I need to do that. So um, then I found out that this was a way of getting out of boarding school. So I used that to my best advantage. Um, so anyways, when I, came, when I came back, I just felt like, you know, um, I had to teach myself everything. You know, like if I'm feeling this emotion, I shouldn't hide it. I shouldn't be ashamed of my feelings or my emotions, you know, like, there was times, like, you know, you, you feel a certain way at some place, and you just be like, I don't know, I'm just feeling really, like, agitated, I'm feeling really annoyed, I'm feeling irritated, or I'm feeling really, like, emotional, like, I just want to cry, I don't know, I'm just feeling, I used to mostly always feel annoyed and irritated by a lot of people, but I used to hide it very well, like, it could just be like, I like someone, like a friend comes through and I really get on with her and then boom she does something that just completely like ruins my mood 
you know, and I just felt like, okay, I didn't see that coming. So it would just be something like, um, I'm not a judgy person, but she was kind of living a double life and I don't really like people who are fake. So the moment I find people fake, I just walk away because I'm just there like, mm, I can't, I can't deal with your double personality that you have. <laughs> so, um, that, and I just started to realize a lot of things, you know, like there are so many different types of people in this world. There's so many different emotions we all have. And, you know, I used to feel angry that why am I always angry? Because I don't like to cry. So I, I took, took another form of anger. Um, sorry, I took another way of expressing my emotion that was through anger. Now, when I mean anger, I don't mean I go beat the fuck out of someone. I just get really angry with situations that I just cannot handle. And I'll be like self-inflicted, you know. So then I was like, okay, there must be some other way to cope with this. You know, this shouldn't just be anger. There should be something more. So that's when I started to like control my emotions, learn to control my emotions um, the worst thing is when you are really, really hurt and you're in some public place and you're just trying to hold your tears. You're like, oh, I don't want to cry. 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 And boom, it comes out of nowhere. So that was something I had a really big weakness about. It could be something like stupid, like I don't want to appear emotional in front of someone. So when I'm watching a film, I promise myself, like, do not cry or just stay on your phone. So you can just not get too attached to the film. It's something stupid, pathetic like that. I do stuff like that. So this is the kind of way I've kind of controlled my tears. Otherwise, I was I was literally like a tap <laughs> crying all the time. I've probably cried so much my entire life. I don't even know what like I've. I've lost count of how many times I've cried. So crying is maybe not the best mechanism because you just feel weak. I mean, yeah, you do feel good after, but you do feel weak at one point. So I don't know. I mean, I never liked the form of anger, but I did feel that anger kind of makes you stronger. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you know. It may sound like, what the hell is she talking about? How can anger make you stronger? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like when you're when someone's intimidated by you, you get respect. Yeah, I've actually noticed that because I used to feel like, why is no one talking to me? Why does no one want to be my friend? Why is no guy approaching me? So I used to, I had like a strong conversation with um, one of my friends and she was like, honestly speaking, when I first saw you and when I met you, like from distance, I felt you were a very intimidating person. And I was like, what? Me? Intimidating? In what angle? Which way? I don't know. They said, you look very stuck up. I was like, huh? Stuck up? Stuck up? Are you sure? So she said I sounded, I'm very stuck up. I, I looked very stuck up. I looked like full of attitude. And guys, the funniest thing is I have none of those things. In fact, I wish I was that person because I've actually noticed that this world actually respects people who are intimidating, you know? So if I intimidate you, you automatically respect me, even if that's out of fear. I don't care what it is, but at least fear causes respect. So what people started to do, they started to take advantage of me because they know that I won't do anything, you know? But then... I think God has blessed me with this kind of patience level 
that I can be patient with people. But the moment they cross that line, I don't think I can take them anymore. So there was that threshold I had like earlier in my life where I was able to control everything and not speak back to people. But now as I'm getting older, I just feel bullshit is just less in my life and I just can't take it anymore. So I'm just there like, you know what? No, life is not forever. I don't need to stick to this. I don't need to listen to this shit. And if this person really wants to do this to me, then they can fuck off. They can leave my life. I don't care. So I started to let go of people very easily. So the moment I felt like someone is testing my patience, I'm like out. So for example, I can give you um, an example where there was one of my friends I met in high school, you know, and I really admired her. Like she was my role model. You know, I wanted to be like her, like really good at maths. She became a dentist at a very young age. You know, she was, she was studying. She was very hardworking, you know. But one of my friends who was not really close to me, she came to me. She said to me, like, Anamika, why are you so close to her? I said, mm, she's my friend. And she's like, you don't even know what she says behind your back, do you? I said, no. What, what did she say about me? She says, Anamika, this girl's a bitch. She hates you. She don't like you. And she's always trying shit about you and saying you're so fat and ugly and no guy would want to be with you or, you know, you're just never going to be with anyone. You're going to be a loner for life. And I was like, I ignored that girl. I didn't respond. I said, I thought, you know, maybe people like, like to jinx your friendships, right? So I said, no, I'm not going to. But then there was a guy who bullied me in school and she, I saw him hug her. Like, they were best friends. And I felt really uneasy. But I didn't have the confidence to confront her. So I just said, let it go, let it go, let it go. The moment it hit me was when I had good news to tell her and she had something really horrible to say. That's when I was like, that's it. You're not needed anymore. You can get the fuck out of my life. So I tolerated her for like five to six years, guys. And I don't even know why. Like, I don't even know what our friendship was even built on because there was no friendship. Like, it was just more like I'm always like pushing the friendship to go forward because I'm like, I'm always giving. I'm very hardworking. I always want to work things out with people, even if they are horrible to me. So I was just like, you know, but at this one point, I just lost it because I was like, what does she mean that why would someone want to be with me? You know, she had a problem that I was actually getting some, I don't know, some attention, I would say. And she was like, well, you're fat. How could you get attention? So I'm still like, oh, okay, right. So, and then I've got a friend on my side saying, you're so pretty. You can get anyone you like, girl, because you're so pretty. All you need is confidence and you can get whatever you want. So I was like, oh my God. I mean, like, who do I listen to? Like, do I listen to her? The sweet talker, or should I listen to this friend who I've had for years? So I just didn't know what to do, guys. So one fine day I woke up and I was like, who really cares about me? Who respects me? Who really wants me in their life? And then by doing that, I, I knew who I wanted to cut out. So this took me a while to do because I don't like cutting people out. But now I've become this person that I don't care. 
I'll just cut you off. It's just, I've just become this snap, snap person now because it's just like, I don't want to waste my time with negative energy. You know, I don't want your negative energy in my positive energy. When I'm trying to build a positive life for myself, can you not bring your negative energy here? If you want to say something bad about me, stay away from me. <laughs> you know, there's some friends that are quite blunt, honest, you know, they'll be like, oh, you know, um, I don't think you should do that. You don't want to do that. So my sisters believe those those are good friends because they're being honest. Yes, I definitely do like honesty. Definitely do. But sometimes when you're in that kind of, when you need that support and love, you don't need that honesty then. You know, it could be something like you've come out of a breakup and your friends are saying, oh, you know what? That guy was not worth you anyways. He, he didn't, you don't even deserve him. You deserve someone better. But there's some people that actually say that you did something wrong. You did it. You must have pushed him to make you break up with him, uh, to make him break up with you. So I'm just there like, hmm, okay. And then there's friends who advise you about what clothes to wear. I don't like those. I don't like those because the thing is, I like my own style. I don't want you to tell me what to do, what to wear. Even those friends will say, oh, you know, you should wear more makeup. You should do this. You should do that to grab this guy's attention. I'm just like, no, I'm going to be natural. I'm not going to change myself for someone to like me. Okay. Even if I like someone, I probably would make an effort, but I'm not going to go out of my way to change my entire look just for them to like me. Because when I come back to normal, they might dump me. So I'm just not going to change myself. I'm just going to be the normal person that I am. So anyways, um, just there like, okay, I, I kind of liked myself now because I feel like I have positive people. I can rely on them. I can talk to them about anything. I can do anything I want, you know. That's what I felt like because it didn't feel like I'm going into a cage with horrible friends. I just felt like I'm surrounded by so much freedom, so much positive energy, you know, like those like your positive quotes you read. My friends are my positive quotes to me. You know, I've listened to them, I speak to them, and I'm having a good day. So I know for a full fact that the circle I have now, I'm happy with it. I'm I'm satisfied with a smaller circle. And I think anyone who's listening to this, even teenagers who are listening to this, listen to me. You don't need 12 to 15 friends because 12 to 15 friends means more drama and your name will get into it. Trust me, you will get into it because people who have more than 12 to 15 friends, they're not close. They're definitely not close or they're only close to the fact of going on a holiday together. That's about it because obviously group holidays are the best holidays. But what I'm trying to say is like, it's when you grow up, you become so inclined to smaller circles you're like I want a smaller circle I don't want a big circle because I've been through that shit before and I don't want anyone to go through that again I don't know whether it's my star sign that makes me I don't know not fit into groups because I'm anyways left out when I'm part of groups so it's like no biggie to me (laughs) so um but I'm not like missing out on much I don't really care you know anyways the main reason my podcast is because one family member has been crossing the line with me and people see me as the victim they're like you don't respect him you don't respect him he does so much for you you're gonna regret it we're during covid times 
What are you doing? You're disrespecting him. How dare you disrespect him? I'm not disrespecting him at all, guys. All I say to him is you need to stop with your jokes. Your jokes are not funny. They're humiliating, insulting. Belittling someone is not funny, okay? It's not good. So that's all I said. That's all I said. I literally said, stop doing these particular things to me. I don't like hearing it. And because I am very mature, my way of talking, my way of behaving. So he's like, he always calls me a particular name in Hindi for it. And I'm just like, can you stop calling me that? Because it means older, older, older person because I'm so mature and so wise and I'm quite young in the family. So it's like, okay, let's just take the piss out of her. But I know he he does it out of love and all that. I do understand that. But there is always a line. You must not cross. Once you cross it, of course it's going to piss me off. So I've been like tolerating this for such a long time. I've been like, you know what? It will end. It will end. One day it will end. Every day I say to myself, Anamika, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. He, he, will, he will stop. He will stop. Every fucking day, guys, the joke is on repeat. And it's just like, like, I appreciate you do all these things for me. I really do. But these jokes are not needed. They're not needed. And I'm now, I'm mature. I'm an adult now. Can you not treat me like a five-year-old? I'm, old, I'm older now. Can you treat me like an adult? What have I done wrong that you can't treat me like one? Okay, maybe I'm not that independent yet. But still, we, the thing is, he's not giving me respect. So you know what? To get respect, you got to give respect is what I'm going to say to you guys. Because everyone deserves to be respected. And I'm telling you out of, like, I'm literally telling you this, that I feel like till you don't get respect, you don't feel like giving respect to that person. So I'm sorry, even if it's your own parent or any person you are around who's not giving you respect, don't respect them till they don't give you respect. It will hurt them that you're not respecting them. But then you turn around and say to them, do you respect me? Do you? Do you even like keep boundaries with me? Do you know when not to cross the line? Do you know how to respect me? Do you know that these things, I don't like it. Why do you do them? You're disrespecting me. You're not letting me grow. So we all deserve respect, guys. And no one should be treated like that, okay? So maybe it could be done out of joke. Once or twice, I'm not saying that if someone says it to you, just jump on them. Hey, don't talk to me like that. If it's a joke... Of course, take it as a joke. But if it's an ongoing joke every fucking day, you have to stand up. And that's what I did today. I did. I stood up and I said to them, I don't like these jokes. These are not entertaining in one bit to me. Okay, they're not entertaining at all. It's actually becoming really annoying and irritating. And it, probably because it's my time of the month, I'm becoming a bit more, more, more agitated and irritated and really, really, really annoyed. So that person is not talking to me right now because I disrespected him. I didn't disrespect him. I just kind of told him why I deserve that respect. And he didn't like it. They don't like to hear the truth, do they? Do they? None of them do. 
So, you know, whenever someone tries to treat you differently and you tell them, they make it sound like they are the victim. You're not the victim. I am the victim. So you wanted me to keep my mouth shut for you to keep joking about these things every day. He keeps changing my name every day. So if it's anyone, even if it's your family member, you should tell them in the face. Even if they stop talking to you, it's fine. As long as they know that you want respect, you deserve respect. We all deserve respect, guys. So the main purpose of this podcast is that I feel respect is something that not everyone is given. It hasn't. I have seen it happen so many times. Not to me, but to other people too. So there'll be people that actually do anything and everything for people, but no respect is given from their side. And I've never seen a relationship where there's 50-50 respect are equal. No. It's either the woman respects the man, and, or it's the man respects the woman. It won't be both in the relationship. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that men don't respect women. But I'm just saying that in a relationship, 90% relationships, they're always like, it's, it's either one one, one way. It's either the woman respects the man or it's either the man respects the woman and the woman doesn't respect the man or the woman respects the man and the man doesn't respect the woman. That's the pattern. I've seen it. I've seen guys worship women like completely you know um literally cherish her but the woman won't give one bit of respect to him and i've seen women who've gone head over heels for men and done so much shit for them and still they end up you know hurting cheating or disrespecting them you know so i feel like why isn't there a relationship where it's 50 50 50 respect from you, 50 respect from me, 100% respect given throughout. So I just feel like that thing is lacking. Till that doesn't change, we're going to be living in a society like this. So it's, it's going to be very, very complicated for me to find a guy. <laughs> because obviously, according to my friends, it's going to be very tough for me because I'm quite... I don't know if my standards are high, but... I feel I have stand high standards. I mean, they do have to fit a particular... Um, it's not like I have a bucket list of um, how I want my man to be. It's just, I just want one thing. I want our souls to connect. And in this day and age, to find that, it's, it's very, very tough. So that's the only thing I want. I want to vibe with someone very well. That it shouldn't be awkward, no butterflies, nothing. Because... You don't want no butterflies, okay? <laughs> you don't want no butterflies because that shit will ruin everything. You don't want that. So that at least takes time for you to develop feelings for someone. You just become like, you slowly and gradually become closer and closer and closer and that's when you catch feelings. You don't want to like straight away, you know, be intimidated by him and then get in feelings. You don't want that. That's like straight up no. That's not a good idea at all, guys. Not at all. So how is it the best way to do it? So the best way to do it is you have to find a friend, you know, a guy you can connect with. And whoever you connect with, you just like got a vibe together. That's what I feel because I feel dating sites are not for me. (laughs) I just feel like 
I really do curse myself for being on Bumble. I don't know why. I just feel like it's just... It wasn't the right attention I needed. I guess. Yeah, that's the one I wanted to say. So, I don't know about you guys. But um, I was talking to someone on Bumble. And I got so bored. So bored that I forgot to delete them off Snapchat. So they did me a favour. And they deleted me off Snapchat. <laughs> so in a way, it's like, you don't need to do anything. They'll do it themselves. Which is kind of good. Because then you don't have that guilt in your heart. Oh my god, I deleted him. I hope he's not offended. And you, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like um, a blessing, I guess, when a guy realises, okay, this is not going any forward. Delete. And that's what I like, because um, at least you know where you stand. But there's no standing when you haven't met the guy, right? So how can we be, like, catching feelings for someone you haven't even met? I mean, am I the stupid one who's actually felt this, or is it because of lockdown my feelings are all over the place, you know, <laughs> catching feelings left, right and centre. And the guy's like, dude, I've not even met you. <laughs> so I was, obviously, it's like, that's what's happening right now. Like, we're just catching feelings because we can't see no one, right? We're in a lockdown. We're in a pandemic. We're probably going to be in a lockdown till July. And that means my uni graduation and everything's going to be online. Everything's going to be online. I'm going to have to actually film individually and send my shit to my group. So it's going to be like that. And I'm not looking forward to that, guys. I am not. But yeah, I mean, I don't like him anymore. I mean, I did like him at the start. I'm like, oh my God, he's actually quite cute, you know. But then I'm actually getting to to see a lot of things on his Snapchat and his Instagram. I'm like, "Mm, I'm glad it did not work out. I'm glad I didn't meet you. (laughs) I'm glad it's all over because... Of course, I am a little upset that he just randomly deleted me, but it's okay. It's okay, it's okay. I just feel like God's does, God does everything. So, you know, when I liked a guy from the cinema, God took him away, which meant he's not meant to be. So anyone that comes through my pathway and he just leaves, I'm just going to let them go because it's God clearly showing the, me that these people are not meant to be in my destiny. So let them go, let them go, let them go. I mean, before I used to sulk and cry, like, oh my God, why? Why is this happening to me? Why can't I find someone? But I think God's like, you've waited enough. You will find your man very, very soon. And I'm hoping the universe is hearing that because I really do feel that I will find him very, very soon. But the thing is, online, social media, no way am I finding them on that because it's a fake reality, you know, it's a fake reality, Snapchat, Instagram, WhatsApp, whatever these shit is, these are fake reality, guys, Instagram is the biggest fake reality that we have made a part of our world, that it's, it's till it's not posted on there, it's not real, so I think I've learned that in, um, in film studies as well, that till we don't provide information uploaded on a particular social media platform, the audience won't consider it real. So when you find something on YouTube, on a film, or, I don't know, Instagram, or Facebook, whatever, you don't believe it till it has been uploaded. So when something like that is being filmed in the film, we're prone to watch it more because it feels more authentic, it feels more realistic. So we're like, okay, you know what, I can actually relate to this, you know? Oh my God, Unfriended is so real. I felt it so real because it's like we're always on our Facebooks or, you know, we're always on these 
weird social media. So when you watch that film, you feel the authenticities, authenticity, because that's the director's aim. The aim is to make it so real that you get scared, just like the Blair Witch Project. It was all, it was all fake, by the way. <laughs> it was all improvised. There's no such thing as the Blair Witch. So I think this is interesting to learn in third year. I think I actually enjoyed learning about that. It's actually quite interesting. Hmm. Anyways, guys, so that is a podcast I'll leave for next week. <laughs> so if you are someone who feels disrespected, tell that person to start respecting you because you and everyone listening to my podcast, everyone in this entire world, we all deserve respect. And we should also give respect back. Don't just take respect and don't give it. Have to respect the person back. But you have to get it 50-50. You know what I mean? It has to be both ways. And if you're not getting it, start a fight. Even if you have to. Good night, guys. It's like um, 10.30 over here. So I'm just going to like, oh, oh God, I'm going to be on my time. Right. So I'll see you next week for the next podcast. Good night.